Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Hey everybody, Zach and Donald here. I had a technical glitch while recording this episode and my fancy digital recorder didn't work. And so Donald sounds perfect and you'll hear his beautiful dulcet voice. But I sound like I'm just on a cell phone. I'm actually just recorded over the Zoom app. So we did the best to make it sound good, but I screwed up. So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you had one job. You had one job and you screwed it up. You talked all of that shit about Sarah Chalk and how she messed up. And then you turned right around and did the exact same. I deserve your admonishment. And I'm sorry to everyone listening. It will never happen again. But on this one episode alone, I am not recorded well. It's my fault. We love you all. Thanks for listening. Donald. And five, six, seven, eight. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Don't, no, 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 don't, no, 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 don't. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Boom, 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 boom. And they're always glad you came. Boom, boom, boom. You want to be where you can see. Troubles are all the same. Yeah, you do. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Da -da 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 -da. Wow. Welcome to uh, da -da 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 -da. Fake Doctors, Real Friends, where everybody knows your name. And here's the only theme song in the world that's better than that. Here's some stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that you 
Nation going. I miss you very much. I miss you too. Oh man, it's uh, it's 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 good. You know, the kids are we're schooling them. We're you know we're we're trying to run them. I've taken them out on a couple of walks now. Oh, good. I'm glad that you've allowed them to walk around the block. Yeah. Well, we take like we do a, like a little neighborhood walk. We have our masks. We have our gloves. We take our dog with Didn't us. Didn't you tell me you know, was it was it what's uh, Cardi B? Did you see that thing where she's like coronavirus? Coronavirus. Shit is real. Shit is real. When they turned it into the song, I can't get. I haven't heard the song yet, but I oh, the song so, is I don't really know much about Cardi B at all. But I that coronavirus thing made me crack up. And when you get the chance, look up the song. The shit is real. Oh my god! Same way they did like uh, double rainbow, and ain't nobody got time for that. And yeah. And uh, he's hiding in your windows, snatching your people up. <laughs> that was the first one, and that was the best one. Hide the kids, hide the wives, <laughs> and hide your husbands because they raping everybody up out this bitch. They hiding in your windows, they snatching your people up. That was a fucking jam. That was a jam. You don't have to worry about it. We're looking for you. We gonna find you. We gonna find you. So hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband. That shit was dope, dude. I remember that one. That was one. a good song. That was a great one. Oh, man. You just remind I'm going to put that in my workout mix. That was a fucking jam. That was a jam. It was a, you know what else was a jam? It's fucking distracting. Oh, yeah. What's that one? The freaking Batman one. No, the uh, Kristen Bear one. Oh, that was good. And then they spoofed that with the Kimmy Schmidt theme song. Um, which was which was really good too. Do you ever watch Kimmy Schmidt? I have never watched Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, it's really good. You'll like it. If you're listening to this podcast uh, and you haven't watched Kimmy Schmidt, I'll bet you like it. It's got a lot of it's sillier than Scrubs, believe it or not, but uh it's got some very funny silly stuff in it. Should we talk about the show, Donald? We should totally talk about the show. This was a good one. Uh I have no recollection of this show whatsoever. I didn't remember this show until the we sang Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Now, did you know Mrs. Jones the song, or did you? Absolutely. No, I didn't. Really? But you sang it beautifully. Thank you. We got a thing going on. Mm. Mm. I, that's a. It's a real good song. I, I wonder if Luther. I think Luther might have even covered it. Sometimes when you sing, I I just involuntarily go. Mm. Either Luther or Freddie Jackson. One of them covered that thing. Who's the most famous Joel's uh, version of uh, of? I think the original, Mrs. right? Jones. Who's the original? I'm sorry, I don't know. That's this. a really good I question. Did a lot okay. of research. Is it Billy Paul? That does mean Mrs. Jones. I think so. Yeah, Billy Paul looks like the original. And then I feel like Luther did do a cover of this. Let's see. We got a thing. Freddie Jackson did do the cover. Freddie Jackson. Mm-hmm. I knew it was one of them. <laughs> well, you sang it beautifully, Donald. Thank you very much. I remember being so excited that I was going to have the opportunity to sing on the show. I sang a lot as a kid, like in like the high school choir and the junior high school choir. I wish you would sing more because you have such a beautiful voice. I would love to sing more. I don't think I have the voice that is the type of voice that people want to hear like all the time. Would you ever do a Broadway musical? Of course I would do a Broadway musical. We all have dreams of winning an EGOT one day, of getting the EGOT. Right. So but I'm absolutely. not saying for EGOT reasons. I'm saying, would you think that would bring you joy to do a, a, a Broadway musical? Bill and I got approached to do a version of Fletch um, after Scrubs. That's so scary, dude. I know. And the idea of doing it with Bill, who's like the biggest Fletch fan in the world, was interesting. But then, you know, 
I mean, that's that, that's impossible. You can't, yeah, follow, you can't follow, Chevy. follow Chevy Chase. You can't do it. But I'm just saying, okay, so back to the musical. I think that it would be, I would just love to see you. You have such a good voice. And I did a musical on Broadway and I had so much fun doing it. Granted, I was happy when it was over because when you go see a, a, a play, uh, um, particularly in this case, I'm just talking about musicals, you always have to come out and go, I cannot believe these people are doing this eight times a week. And I was just so exhausted. It was the most tired I've ever been in my life. And no matter what happens, you're going on that day. Like, you know, I've, it's one thing to do a play for three months, four months, but, and- um, Wow, that's a real, that's a half a year, dude. That's a, yeah, that's a half a year. We were supposed to do it longer, but- Wow. I don't know. I go back and forth with the whole, uh, you know, musical theater, musical genre. When it's done right, it's really good. But when it's done, when it's done wrong, that's one of those things where it's like, dude, and it was a musical. You know what I mean? I know, but when it works, it's so good. <laughs> when it works, we love it. Oh, when it works, it's it's the best thing in the world. world. Yeah, but when you're in a bad one, you're like, oh god, oh, god. make it right. stop. Right. You know what I mean? How do we get out of this? So this, my bad, uh, was written by Gabby Allen. Wow. And wow. Um, and directed by Mark Buckland, who um, directed the 104. Very talented guy. There's a lot of cool shots in this episode. I can always tell, even if I don't look at the um, who the director is by, by the cinematography, who was adding a little extra something, something. And Mark Buckland was always one of those guys. Right. I just remember playing ping pong with Mark Buckland and how good of a ping pong player he is. Yes. Did you win? Because you're pretty good. No, I did not win. I, I got waxed. And he started off making it look like it was going to be the easiest game in the world. And I'd have a shot. And all I'd have to do was just keep the ball on the table. But then after... He, I remember him looking at me and saying to me, uh, okay, so I'm going to turn it up a little bit now. And then all of a sudden, he became like freaking Federer or freaking uh, Nadal or something like that. But on a ping pong table, Djokovic, right? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this dude's... There's this, there's, there's a, uh, there's top spin. He's slicing. Well, you're good at spin. I remember you were very into trick spin because I played with you a couple times and I just couldn't even hit the ball back because you put so much spin on it that no matter what I did, it was just going everywhere. Right. This dude had the type of ping pong game where you put the spin on it and he knew the counter spin. Oh, so the counter it, it was spin. The, the worst. But you got to know the counter spin. You got to know the counter spin. You got to know the counter spin. <laughs> I remember playing Bill in ping pong and I'm just like, you know, this was new in the relationship and I'm like, just be playing a little pong with my boss, like just a little bonding. And then he, he stopped and he goes, would you mind if I played you left-handed? Because wow. this isn't any fun for me. <laughs> It was so horrible. I was. Did they ever play each other? Did you ever witness Buckland and Bill? I don't playing? know. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I, I would love to get good at ping pong. I don't think it really. I don't think it really correlates with tennis that much. Oh, it's it's absolutely the same, dude. Really? Your your tennis game probably has helped your ping pong game. Okay, I just haven't had to play ping pong in a while, but my tennis game is much better. Absolutely, you probably. I can't wait for us to play again, to be honest with you. I, I do miss that. I know. I was thinking we could get a video game and play online against each other. You don't play video games. You'd get your ass kicked. There's no real good video game tennis, is there? There's a lot of good video game tennis. Why are you yelling at me? Which um, which one? PS PSP? Is that PlayStation? That's PlayStation. Which one? Which which system has a good tennis? Because I I would like Xbox. to almost buy. Just get Xbox. Okay. Xbox or PlayStation Four. Oh, Dan is saying that um, the that, top spin top series. spin is good. And then on there's Xbox. Mario tennis. And Mario. I don't want Mario. I don't. I like. I like my player to look like a real person. I don't One want thing, a little avatar running around like it's Mario versus Luigi. Right. So you have a little bit of land or property. There's this thing where you take a, it, the ball is connected to like a rope 
And remember that thing that, what's the wooden paddle with the rubber ball that she would hit? It's called uh, the wooden paddle with the rubber ball. What was, but what is that called? Where you, yeah. and it's connected and you hit it and it's pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I know what you're, everyone knows what you're talking about. There's a tennis version. There's a tennis version of that where you can practice strokes where you hit it far and it goes far out, bounces, and then comes back to you really? at the same speed. Yeah. You might like that. I don't know what that's called, but that's well, something. Can you send me a link to that? Because I need that for my Absolutely. Backyard. I'm worried I'm forgetting everything. All you got to do is say tennis near your phone. I'm sure it'll pick it up and an ad will pop up. I find myself just doing my stroke with with a pantomime. Turn, da, ba. Catch. Nice. Repeating, repeating my mantra. Nice. You're getting really good at tennis. All right, let's get into it. We're 22, Come on, 22 minutes it. in. Well, you're the one who's rambling talking. about a paddle and a ball. and Paddle ball. That's what it is. Some shit like that, right? All right, listen. Uh, Sam Lloyd opens the episode. Let's talk about how great Sam Lloyd is. Sam Lloyd's amazing. Not only is he a, a funny, comedic actor, but he is an amazing singer. You want to talk about a really good singer. Yes, that acapella group that's featured in later later episodes is really uh, Sam's band. And the Blanks. Yeah, and they after right after Scrubs, they were so popular. They were really touring um, and doing gigs. Yeah, they're so talented. Those guys. Oh man, they do a they do a cover of John Williams' Superman theme song, and it is amazing. If you yeah. ever get the opportunity, you can find that if you're if you're if you're a fan of the Blanks acapella band, you can find. I think they probably even have an album or something, but you can find them doing. Oh yeah. They're all over iTunes and they're amazing. And uh, he's Christopher Lloyd's uh, nephew. Yes. I know I've yes. mentioned that in another episode, maybe yeah, you a did. little trivia. Yes. And I got to direct Christopher Lloyd in, uh, in going in style. You also were in a play with Christopher. Lloyd I was in 12th night in central park in the Delacorte theater with Christopher Lloyd. And when I, when I went to direct him, um, in going in style, I don't think he had any recollection of who I was. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> no, he's an amazing man and I love him, but he is a little bit like Doc. He's a little like, oh, well, he's worked so much, though. You got to give the man a break. I know I'm not giving I don't need to give him a break. He's a sweetheart. But I'm saying when you meet him, he's a little he is a little like Doc. He's a little like, really? oh, Zach, oh. <laughs> One of my favorite Christopher Lloyd stories is the story of when he found out that Eric Stoltz wasn't doing uh, Marty McFly anymore uh, and that Michael J. Fox was doing it. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, Eric Stoltz, while it's in a, this famous book that Justin Long gave me to read, right? And it's like the making of Back to the Futures 1, 2, and 3. And apparently Eric Stoltz told everybody on set, don't call me Eric, call me Marty. That can't and be true. This is in the book. It's a, a very... I find whenever I hear these stories about people saying no eye contact and all these horrible behavior, I just can never believe it's true. Okay, okay. well, this is Everyone in the story. Everyone wanted to call him Marty. Go ahead. This is in the book. You know, so everybody does it. He finally gets fired, and they bring Michael J. Fox in. But before they bring Michael J. Fox in, they tell Christopher Lloyd, they're like, listen, so we had to fire Eric, and we're bringing someone in. He's like, well, who's Eric? <laughs> <laughs> And they go to the guy that was playing Marty. He goes, I, I thought his name was Marty. <laughs> and they go, no. He's like, oh, well, oh, oh okay. And then, <laughs> and, he, and then they do, and then, um, and then they bring Michael J. Fox in, and they said the chemistry was like on point, and the rest is history. And now we have, you know, Back to the Future. He's amazing, and I, I had a lot of fun working with him on on going style. He's you've worked with both of them. You've worked with. 
you've worked with uh, Michael J. Fox and you've worked with Christopher Lloyd. Right. You've worked with Doc and Marty. Yes, I know Doc and Marty. Yeah. That would we be should try and get Michael J. Fox on, huh? When we get to him. That would be kind of cool. Maybe Bill can um, pull his bill strings. That would be great. Um, at 45 seconds in, there's the most cartoonish drive-by noise. And um, I know Bill kept saying like, oh, and this is when I was starting to phase out the sound effects. But I was like, not yet, bro. Because this, <laughs> this episode has so many sound effects in it. When it yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There were there are a couple of those in here. You behind the door when you look away and you come back and then you look back in again. That was hilarious. There's a funny thing that happens with, you know, they would always try and time it so that if there was a holiday like Halloween, it was airing, it was airing around Halloween and we'd have like our Halloween episode. And, right. and it's funny though, because at 51 seconds in, you don't really know that yet, but there's just two nurses that walk by in the background with, with ears on. And I was like, I, my brain went to, oh, this must be the Halloween episode. But if you didn't have the context yet, it's just so weird. Like, why are those background people wearing right. wacky Halloween ears? Speaking of background, this is the yes. first time we see oh, Snoop Dogg I intern. I spotted him too. <laughs> I spotted him too, buddy. Manly Henry. Wait, big shout out. I wrote it, I wrote it down um, because it was a big moment. Well, he's walking in the hallway. He's in the surprise oh, I room. I saw him in the surprise room. Well, he's walking in the hallway Well, well way before that. But for those of you who don't know, what would happen was that these background performers were, were the same people every day. I mean, lots would rotate, but a lot of them would be the same folks every day. We got to know them and became friendly with them all. And some of them, Bill would pick out because he thought, or one of the other writers would pick out and go, oh my God, he's got an interesting look, or he's funny, or he can actually deliver a line. And they would get lines occasionally. Well, someone thought that Manly Henry looked like a Snoop Dogg. Do you think that? Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do favor each other. If you look at them, I mean, he's tall, he's black. Got to look like Snoop. It's got to be, be more than that, I would think. <laughs> anyway, so Manly Henry, who is Snoop Dogg attending, resident, and everything else, makes it. He started off Snoop Dogg intern, and then he became Snoop Dogg resident. Yeah. And then he became Snoop Dogg attending. He's a big fan of our podcast, man. He Oh, did you he, talk to him? Yeah, he slipped in my DMs. He promotes our podcast on his Instagram page and stuff like that. He's a sweetheart, man. He's a very sweet guy. And uh, anyway, so this is a shout out for Manly Henry for your first appearance. If you, if you, I didn't see him walk by, but I saw him in the surprise fantasy. He's right. he's, uh, he's in the background there. Shout out Snoop Dogg intern. Um, I have no memory of doing that tightrope walk gag. This is one of the first fantasies I have absolutely no memory of. I have no memory of the episode, dude. You have no memory of, of the, whole the episode, episode of the whole episode. Like, and you so recently when watching the show, there have been little things that have come on that I was like, oh wow, I you know what? I take it back. I do remember the Mrs. Jones part. But usually I'm like, okay, in the first round, when I said I didn't remember the ass pin episode until I said, you know, I think I'm gonna get her a nice pin. And I was like, holy shit, it's the ass pin episode. Right, you know what I mean? There's always something. You remembered the Mrs. Jones. Right. And I'm sure you remembered one of the greatest guest stars of all time, Jimmy Walker. Absolutely. And a very lovely line reading, by the way, also by him. I think he totally made the joke better. Like, I, I, I wrote that down. I wrote down, wow, what an interesting way to say that line. And Jimmy Whoa, Walker... Elevators yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. We should stop for one second. For those of you who don't know, because some of you are young, Jimmy Walker, uh, who's in my fantasy around 16, 11 seconds... Um, was the star of a very popular show when we were growing up called Good Times. Yes, and one of the most realistic 
shows about uh, project life on television as an African-American male growing up. I mean, the show was called Good Times, but they didn't have the most good times on that show, man. Think bad things would happen. Like the dad died, like all types of shit happened. And on for that white show. kids in the suburbs, it was like myself. It was educational because not only was it hilarious, but I watched shows like that and what's happening. And it was, it got to, it, it, it got to show a different side of the way people lived. I and mean, we didn't, I didn't know anything about the projects when I was a little kid growing up in the Jersey suburbs. Right. And you fell in love with this family in good times. And, and you just followed them through. And, and like, like, like a lot of comedies I like, they would also be heartbreaking. Right. Right. They would, they would keep it like they would, they would go deep into. Oh my gosh. They went deep into drama on good times. Janet Jackson was on good times. You know what I mean? She played Penny. Her mom was abusive. Yeah. And, like burnt her with an iron type shit abusive. You know what I mean? Like for real, for real. Right. Uh, her mom was so bad that they, they took her away from her mom and she lived with uh, a Loma who was the next door neighbor. Oh, right. Right. You, you don't remember, remember any of this. I don't remember that episode, but I do remember being young and being like totally in love with that show. Wait, and what's was happening. It a, am I right about that? It's a Loma, right? I'm not tripping. Joelle's Googling. Joelle. Sister. Um, and what about what's happening? We also had. It's Thelma. Watch it be Thelma or some shit like that. We also had the legendary Fred Berry. Rerun. Rerun. Fred Rerun Berry came on. He came on the show right before he passed away, actually. Uh, he passed away like a couple of months after he was on the show, I believe. But I remember I remember we all got dressed up like Fred Rerun Berry, and he taught us how to do the dance and everything yep. like that. Yep. That was a lot of fun. I remember that Jimmy Walker wouldn't say dynamite unless you paid him the next level money. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember that being a thing. When they, when they told us Jimmy Walker was coming on, everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, again, sorry. For those who don't know, he had a catchphrase on Good Times, and he'd go, dynamite. Right, Donald? Dynamite! He was Kid Dynamite. That was his, that's who he was. He was Kid Dynamite. Right. JJ, so, like James every, Jr. Like every good sitcom star, he had a catchphrase, and uh, and dynamite was his. And But he wouldn't say it on Scrubs um, unless you, like, up the rate. Understandably, like. I get it. Pay him, you know? That's like asking Gary Coleman to say what you're talking about, Willis. Well, I imagine if Gary Coleman come on Scrubs, he would have said, hey, I'll come on for this fee. But if you want to watch you talking about Willis, it's this amount of money. Right, absolutely. There's a, there's a premium for what you're talking about, Willis. Absolutely. I bet. I you know, bet. Get paid. I put the money on it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did Gary Coleman pass too, right? Yeah, he did. Wow. All three of these. Did Jimmy Walker die? No, Jimmy Walker's still alive. But well, it's interesting that Fred Berry and Gary Coleman. Yeah, a lot of a lot of our favorite uh, sitcom stars when we were young uh, passed away from either drugs or you know age. The different or... strokes cast has just been the most tragic. Well, I mean, Todd Bridges is my doppelganger still living. Todd Bridges is still alive. Todd's still alive, but a lot of the others have had uh, had, had trouble. Todd's had a a pretty good career after uh, different strokes. He went on to, I mean, he's been a very good actor in the projects that he's been in. Different strokes so much. That was my, like my favorite show. Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, but everything happened to that family, man. Everything happened to that family. How many times does Arnold get kidnapped? He's been child molestered. He's all types of things. He got He wasn't stuck. molested. Dudley was molested. Dudley at the, was molested by the bike right. shop owner. 
Right, but not only was Dudley molested, his dad smoked a lot of cigarettes and had, you know, there was the cigarette episode. Like, like everything happened to that family. And well, then when nothing else could... Everything happens to everybody. Look at the show ER. Like, imagine all the stuff that's happened in that ER. Like, But I'm just saying, after everything happened to every character on that show, they went out and got Sam. So everything could happen to Sam. And Sam was an anomaly. He was a freaking country singing, break dancing... I could break dance and play the guitar, Mr. D. He was all of that shit. That is, when they brought Sam on, it was the end. It was the end. That's another show that went from a network that switched networks. They were uh, trying to bring it, they were trying to get the ratings back up because Gary was such a a cute kid. And then when he got older, they were like, we need a new cute kid. Bring in the red-haired country singing kid. The country break dancer. I don't have any memories of Sam episodes. Really? I think I tuned out. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I was loyal to Gary. I was like, Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on Amazon today. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Should we get back to the show, Donald? Absolutely. Krista Miller. Holy cow. Man. Let's begin with... Holy cow. How? She looks so hot. She is so hot. Let me tell you something about Krista Miller. She was the very first cover of Maxim. Was it Maxim or Stuff? I'm looking at a, a still of her. She, uh, uh, 232. She looks, uh, obviously Bill was like, not only is Krista a knockout, but you know the boss was like, all right, I want the filter. I want the backlight. I want the slow motion. I want the fan. That's the first time. I want the dolly push in. Yeah, we did that a bunch on Scrubs, but like she got the first oh, moment yeah. of like, the hot chick walking in. Absolutely. I also noticed that her character talks exactly the way Cox talked. Yeah. And if you go back and watch it, that storyline very it tracks very well. Like if when the reveal happens, if you go back and look at how she talked to JD before the reveal of them being ex-husband and wife, it's like JD's talking to a female version of Cox. In the in the scene, yeah, because I mean? she's like just got rattling off these sort of wise ass marks. Absolutely, and it's very quick witted. And yeah. and 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 it's funny. I, I think she's inspired by Krista herself, if I could be so bold, because um, you know Krista's a tough gal. She's Krista uh, isn't. Yeah, it ain't nothing soft about. I mean, there's a lot of soft about Krista at, once you get to know her. But when you first meet her, yeah, she's a very she can be she, a bit scary. Yeah, she. She got no problem. And she has no problem letting you know, back the fuck off, dude. Yeah. And, Bill, and, and she and Bill can both be snarky. And I used to say, did you guys meet at meme camp? Because they can... <laughs> But um, so here I am. I'm, I got this brand new job and I'm so excited. And I read the script and it says that I'm going to make out with my boss's wife. Did you know that it was going to be his wife? Before. Yeah, well, I had met Krista you know, through Bill at, at the table read and stuff, mm-hmm. and I knew who she was, obviously, from Drew Carey, and Drew Carey was still going. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely and, was. And and that show is very popular, and of course, she was in magazines, and she's so pretty, and so I, of course, knew who she was, um, but I had barely met her, and I was totally intimidated and scared by her. I remember us kissing. It's not. It's funny, re-watching the show now, it's not in the show, but I remember that we filmed us making out, and I was so nervous. I was, I remember being like, this is the weirdest job in the world. I'm, <laughs> I'm making out with my really pretty boss's wife for him. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, how do you think he felt about it? That's the I question. I think he liked it a bit. I think he's a you little think kinky. He's a little like kinky that. like I mean, that, right? I'm, so, I'm going to be so bold to say right. the man's a little kinky. Yeah, he's got a little bit of kinkiness. I in think him, huh? he might like it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we can uh, we can insert a budget, a Joel Bill Lawrence voice note here. We can right. ask him, did you did you like it a little bit? No, Zach and Donald, I don't enjoy forcing actors to make out with my wife on television. 
I, uh, I enjoy that in our, in our personal lives, but just not on TV. <laughs> it's part of the gig though, right? Because uh, I, I do look, I enjoyed watching how uncomfortable Zach was that first year having to kiss my wife, but uh, it was all acting, right, Zach? It's acting. Because he, he, he brought her back and then made Johnny do the same thing. Yeah. Well, Johnny made her in this episode too. Yeah, I think he was, uh, you know, there's some dudes who are into that. I think Bill might like a smidgen of that. I. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know that I would be, I would probably be jealous, but. Yeah, I don't share. I don't like to share. Right. I wonder if my wife, my wife says some of the craziest things when, when I have kissing scenes with people. Like, I remember my wife being like, like one time I kissed a girl on television and she was like, well, that wasn't believable. And I was like, what? The trick with a TV slash movie kiss is not, is just to open your mouth, but not be jamming your tongue in anyone's mouth. Right. And for a lot of people, jamming your tongue in someone's mouth isn't necessarily the way they like to kiss. So some people in real life kiss like they kiss on television, where it's just an open mouth kiss. And But have you found with your movie TV kisses that the onus is on you, I think, as a man to be like, all right, um, let the female set what this is going to be. That's how I think about it. And then sometimes you're like, whoa, we're, you're really going all out. There's a tongue in my mouth. Right. I, somebody told me that they even have like uh, mediators that come in, like people that uh, stage this. Now, center. yeah, that's a new yeah. thing now, which is definitely good because no one ever knew what to do. And now, of course, in this stage, it's, they have people come in and go, okay, let's all talk about what this is going to be and let's choreograph it and blah, blah. Right. But when we were doing this, it was just, I would have these different guest stars I don't know. I just remember being embarrassed as I watched some like with Amy Smart um, that we were just like full on going at it. And um, and I was like, this is a sitcom. Like we shouldn't be seeing our tongues like from the side of our kiss. It's a little much. I was very giddy about Amy Smart, I must confess. Yes, you were very giddy about Amy Smart. I had such a crush on her. And and if there were tongues flying, I I, I was I wanted to be a part of it. I had such a crush on Amy Smith. Yeah, you did. That was a, oh my gosh. I remember, listen, you had some. I don't think I've ever been so happy at work as that. That was pretty. Yeah, because your crush for Amy Smart came well before she was ever on the show. Yeah, my crush for Amy Smart went back to Todd Phillips's movie. Road Trip. Road Trip. Yeah. Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Todd Phillips, who's now um, an Oscar-nominated director for Joker. For the Joker. Uh, who else is in that? Tom Green's in that. I don't even remember the movie. I just remember uh, being like, oh, wow, that that woman is so pretty to me. Yeah. Well, she yeah. was on the well, show. She was on the show. She did yes. such a great such job. A great job. And she was. She was very funny. Yeah. She was very funny. All right. But not in this episode, buddy. No. She wasn't sorry. in this episode. Sorry, Krista. We're back to how hot you are. We got we digressed and started talking about Amy Smart. <laughs> we got to have Krista on, by the way. I agree with you 100%. I think we should have Johnny and Judy. Of course. Johnny, Judy, Johnny. and Krista. We got to get, we got to schedule them. Try and get Neil and Ken. It'd be really interesting. Let's if we go get through Shane. all the the main uh, stars, and then yeah. and then and then and start bringing them directors and writers and. Well, let's ask the fans also who they want to see. Just drop us a yes. line on. Tell our- us on the social media who you want to hear. Yeah, who you want to hear? We want to hear, guys. We'll reach out to anyone. Do you any- remember the Magic uh, Garden when we were growing up? Absolutely. Now, I don't know if you had this, if you're listening, where you grew up, but it was, was it like a local East Coast show? I feel like it was like a PBS show, but 
I'm sure there were so many people who it watched might have been Garden. local. I don't know because we grew up, you know, half hour from each other. Him, me in Jersey, and him in Manhattan. But anyway, there was this local show, and I remember at the end they would go and and she'd have like a, a magic glass, and she'd look into the camera and she'd go, "And I see Jim and John and Tony." Do you remember? And she would just list off like a bunch of names, yeah, a bunch of names. And of course, now as an adult, I'm going, "Oh, the woman was just listing off the most popular names." So the maximum amount of kids go, "Oh my God, she sees." I mean, she sees right, me. right. She never said that. Did she ever say Donald? No. Well, I didn't go as Donald as a kid. I was Adeo Shun. So, so she probably she didn't say Adeo Shun. That would have been funny. She's like, I see Tom and John and Adeo Shun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. I would love that. I got to YouTube the, the Magic Garden. But I remember just being tripped out. So the reason I thought of that random thought was like, we could do that with us where we go, hey, hey, John, Tom, Jennifer, Jessica, we'd like to hear what you think. And then you got to say some like different names oh, like then now you Moesha, Fuquan, Abertha, Tariq, Malik, Tariq. Because some people aren't Tariq. Some people are Tariq. Some people are Anfernee. We found that out. Yes, we, there, there is an Anfernee. Yes. Shalom. I don't know anybody named Shalom. I do. But that's like, ask, do you know any white people with the last name Washington? No. Do you know any, do white, you know any white people with the last name Jefferson? Thomas. <laughs> yeah, that's saying something, isn't it? Listen, let's talk about you and me, Mrs. Jones. So you're in the end of the room and you're singing the song. If it was really sexy and romantic. I felt like you and Judy were really gonna gonna make out for real there. I was saying that's I was I was gonna say that about the show. Uh, Carla and Turk are so cute. Yeah, they're so you really root, you root cute. You really root for them, and I I find myself. When I watch it, I find myself, you know, looking back at it, obviously I thought uh, Judy Reyes was, is, and still is an amazing actress, but I looked at her like my sister, you know what I mean? And so when we did the scenes, it was, you know, me doing scenes with my sister. Now that I look back at it though, it's like, wow, we had such good chemistry. Cause you did, but I don't think it was like your sister, dude. You were Oh, I totally I Judy was Judy was the type of per listen. You were attracted to her. I can vouch when for I look well, yeah, when we did scenes and stuff like that. But when I look back no, at buddy. it, let me finish. When I look back at it now, I'm like, yo, dude, I'm I, I wonder why I never looked at Judy and I know why, because you know, there's there's a saying, never shit where you eat. You know what I mean? That's the well, honesty. You didn't allow truth. yourself to to fall in love. Right, or or to feel that type of way. But when I look back at it now, I'm like, holy cow, Judy was there this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> and she looks... Oh my, well, not only that, she's just such an amazing actress, you know what I mean? And she played Carla so, uh, you know, so well, you know. She spoke for a lot of people, you know, Judy did. For nurses, for, for uh, at the time, there weren't a lot of Latinas on television, you know what I mean? It was like J-Lo and that's it, dude. You know what I mean? 20 years ago. And Judy was the other one. You know what I mean? And so, you know, big props to Judy Reyes, man. You, I, she, I also wanted to say that it's interesting in this episode that both women are are really in charge of, of their sexuality and their power in the bedroom. It's, I, I just noticed that there's a parallel in this. Both Carla and Jordan are calling the shots in these sexual encounters. But that's how it should be. You know what I mean? If we're in this together, we're all doing this. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it could be whoever a couple wants it, but I'm just saying, I noticed 
just in this episode that there's there's, there's kind of these parallel stories of of uh, of strong women in the bedroom and and Jordan says to JD, you had absolutely nothing to do with why I slept with you. I thought that was really funny. I thought that was hilarious when she's giving you the whole speech. And she's like, you know, you meet someone and you hope that it goes some. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is hard to. She starts laughing. Thing. Got a date. Um, yeah. I, I also laughed out loud. We, I laughed out loud at 4:51 when you said, "Tell her to put the cane down." Yeah, tell her, tell her to put, the, tell her to put the cane down. <laughs> I had no recollection of that. You don't remember that scene? That was I don't remember scene. that at all. That shit had me rolling. You don't remember that woman at all. No, I know that I know that the character passes away later on. I do know that. Spoilers. I mean, if you haven't watched the show. <laughs> no, I think if you've listened to this, you watch the show. Right. Um, but I thought that, that was funny. Tell her to put the cane down. Tell her to put the cane down. Um, also, Elliot sees the janitor. And the whole yes. angry. Yep. I told you, that little freaking the janitor is a, a figment of JD's imagination. It doesn't track. I'm I telling know, you. Donald. I know. And I'm sad about it because it was a beautiful lore. And I yeah. don't poke holes in 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 in, a, in in the lore that I feel like Bill himself has propagated, but he doesn't remember all these little moments. And you know what? Sarah told every. We've all been saying the season one. He didn't talk to anyone, and he doesn't really. But he does interact with Sarah. I wrote it down, Donald. Absolutely, because what she does triggers him to do what he does to you. Yep. And so I'm sorry. I'm sad to say we are. I feel like we're um, we're like detectives. And we're uncovering the truth. Absolutely. That that little that little bit of Scrubs lore is bullshit. Well, not only that, they also set up something that goes away for a while, but Elliot's relationship with her mom also. Elliot talking to her mom on the on the telephone. Right. And her mom talking about how short hair gives her pig face. Yes. So but later on we bring in Marky Post. Yes, to play, from court. Absolutely. To play Elliot's mom. Right. And the storyline still works from that phone call, but they set it up in this phone call. I don't know how many episodes later or how many, it might even been seasons when Marky comes on. Right. I forgot when that happens, when all our parents come. But right. uh, yeah, so you're getting backstory on Sarah. And also there's a big thing in this episode about uh, therapy. I mean, I was watching you give like a... Turk advocates for therapy in this episode. And I thought I was just watching this going, that's a good public service announcement for people to hear, you know, from, from a character they like, this is 2001. Um, and, um, and I think there's, depending on how you grew up, I happened to grow up with, my mom was a psychologist, my stepfather was a psychologist. I had therapy all over my life, but depending on how you grew up, there can be stigma around it. And I, and I was happy to see that, that Bill and the writers wrote in this sort of, you know, advocacy for, for seeing a therapist. Oh, I totally agree. It's really interesting how, you know, it's 20 years ago, but we're still talking about issues that are really important today. And I know we bring this up a lot, but I'm really proud of that. You know, I'm really proud to be on a show that, that did that. Even every time I see something like that, I'm like, holy cow, we were talking about that well before, like even the talking about the rock and how the rock was a movie star. I'm proud that we knew that back then. We called it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm so I I am so happy that we knew what the heck we were talking about. The Simpsons do it a lot. Oh yeah, they always forecast. Holy things. cow! Well, anyway, you know Donald and I both believe in in uh, in therapy. So if you're uh, we're here to I say do believe in therapy. We're, we're here to say that uh, if you're having trouble and you need help, you should please seek a therapist out because it's there's been plenty of times in my life where. That has been very, very helpful to me to get me through some some uh, rocky times. And uh, as uh, 
as a as a son of a uh, of, of two therapists, psychologists, I, I have to repeat that it's uh, been very helpful for me at times. And it seems to really work for Elliot, who's having a really hard time. Right. In this episode, that was funny. That guy did a good job. The, the whole. Got to hear the, the guy. This guy can't talk, but he's got Elliot sitting there asking for free therapy. <laughs> that joke is hilarious. How does it make you feel? She goes, "I don't know. It makes me feel." And then he puts up the sign, "Pain pills." Oh no! She goes, "No, I don't. I don't need to do pain pills." He's like, "For me." <laughs> That's funny. I laughed at six fifty one when when Ken goes, "Heck, maybe you'll even get to meet Charo." Right. But that's such a such a smart joke. You have to explain to the young folks that Charo was often on the show Love Boat, and he's making a. We got a lot of '80s TV references in this episode. Absolutely, but he. But it's such a smart joke, also because, you know, that's one of those shows where the doctor on the ship cares about everyone in on the boat and wants to make sure that everyone on the boat lives right and or whatever it is is healthy, etc. Right. And Cox got suspended for breaking the rules and caring about his patient. And so the joke goes even deeper when he says to him, you know, maybe you should get on a cruise ship. I don't know. They could call you Doc and you guys could sail in from wherever to wherever and you could maybe even meet Charo. Yeah. That makes so much sense to the character itself and the joke is funny also. You know what I mean? Like it all blends Didn't together. Didn't we end up having a lot of love boat docs on the yeah, show we, at some point? We did have some love. We had Doc. We had Isaac. We had, I know they were on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We also had St. Elsewhere. We had some of the Oh, yeah. Actors. We did a whole episode with-, with uh, Ed Begley. We had a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. All right. See, this is our memory. So screwed, Scrubs fans. So sorry if you're, if you're laughing that we don't remember this, but we vaguely do. Yeah. So at 725, Ken walks off saying, row your boat. And for those of you who don't know, there's this, all these songs that are public domain, which means you don't have to pay to use them. Because uh, on a TV show, if it's, if, it's, if it's not a public domain song, you have to license it, and they can obviously be- some of these songs we had on Scrubs can be super expensive, but uh, there's like this list of songs that, that we always had, uh, the script supervisors are always had. And we just wanted to spontaneously have someone sing something. Uh, you can like look at the free song list and row, row your boat is one of them. I was looking at some of the others for a very long time. Happy birthday was not public domain and it was expensive. It. Yeah. I it think was it's, a crap it's, ton of money. It's since changed, but that's the reason why Stevie Wonder wrote the song "Happy Birthday to Ya." Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. That originally, um, it was for Martin Luther King, and I believe he wanted to just sing the original Happy Birthday song, but it cost so much money that Stevie was like, "Yo, you know what? I'll create another song," and he true? created "Happy Birthday to Ya." Happy. I have no idea if that's true, but I like I don't it. know either, but it sounds true. But listen, if you're ever watching TV shows or movies now, and you'll see a lot of times when they bring the cake in, they'll avoid singing happy birthday. They'll sing like, for he's a jolly good fellow, or they'll do something that's so not natural to what most people in the real world. It's because they're avoiding having to pay for happy birthday. Although that's since changed. I think now it's become public domain. Anyway, you guys can Google public domain songs and learn which ones are... Uh... Okay, so but check this out. Did you realize that there are people... In the bed in the title sequence. I can't do this all on my own. Yeah. There are like, there are people in the beds. Yeah. And you see their faces. You do? For Scrubs fans out there, I would love if you were able to find who those people were in the bed in the title sequence. Because they did not, they had nine years 
on television, and I don't think anyone's ever asked, who are those people in the bed? Can you really make out any faces? I'm scrolling through it slow right now. You can make out faces, yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Donald has a request. If you're in the title sequence in bed, slide in. If you're into Scrubs trivia, I have the ultimate trivia for you. Okay. Who are the patients in the bed in the title sequence? Trivia, I have some. Go for yours. This is the first episode where we learn that Cox's name is Perry. Nice. Um, there's another episode all of, that's called My Bad 2, spelled T-O-O. Like, look who's talking to. Yes. The footage at the end of, of Jordan's wedding is actually from Bill and Krista's wedding. Did you know that? I figured that out. That was pretty easy to she figure out. She looks so pretty, huh? Also, that's, uh, I guess, he's not watching it on television. So is this a fantasy that Dr. Cox has early on? It must be a flashback. That's interesting. That's an interesting point. Did other people have flashbacks besides JD? It looks like Perry did. Perry. Perry Cox did. Um, I like there's a a homage to The Graduate at at 10 minutes and one second when I drop my pants and do through my legs to see Jordan in her leather dress. A Mark Buckland uh, homage to The Graduate. Nice. And I look very skinny um, when I'm... When I'm lying on the bed, I was happy about that. It's really interesting when you're 26 years old. When you're 26 years old... It's easier to get abs. Well, you look back at... I look back at all of this stuff. I was like, I remember dieting and going to the gym all the time and trying to... You know what I mean? I'd kill to weigh that much again. It's so hard to... You can work so much harder to so much less effect in in your 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Love handles, fucking left and right. Love handles? Shit. I eat a cookie... That shit stays on my ass. I look like a melted candle. I'm trying, though. <laughs> Do you find when you're doing scenes and you're in your boxers that there's a, there's a fine line between not wanting to look like there's nothing going on, but also not wanting to overdo it? I've, you don't have that problem. I've, I've Fucking never, hell. I've, I've, I, I've I looked at your face and I it. knew your answer was going to be never, I don't have that problem. I've never thought about are you talking about fluffing? Is that, that what you're talking, talking about? Not fluffing. I don't mean to getting any blood going. I just mean, like, when I was looking at myself lying in the bed there, I, I think I remember being like, okay, well, I don't obviously don't want any, like, thing to show, but I also don't want to look like I'm like a Ken doll. So, like, is there a happy medium where I can... And you're looking at me. You're looking at me. I just want to know what you figured out. I'm so sad that Joel's cracking up right now. I'm so sad that you're like, I have no idea. No, I just want to know what you figured out. What did you decide to do? I think I gave everything... I think I gave everything a little ruffle. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I just give everything a little ruffle. <laughs> On that, On note, that Donald, note, let's cool down. Let's cool down and take a commercial break. Let's do it. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. 
Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars, or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, Donald, let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back, and we're back with the caller. Joelle, introduce us to today's callers. It looks like there's two callers, Joelle. Give it to yeah, us. Susan, hi. Susan bought a friend. Susan bought a friend. It's like on um, on Millionaire. You can bring a friend. Call a friend. I had to bring my husband, sorry. Oh, I love it. Are That's you wonderful. Irish? Scottish. Oh, damn it. I always get that oh. wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. <laughs> We've, I've been drinking all day, so sorry. Oh, no, we love it. Hey, so is Donald, no, and it's noon listen, here. 
Hey. We are Scottish. It's so nighttime something. here, so it's fine. Oh, I love your accent. I'm such a fan of that accent. Okay, go ahead with a question for the legendary Donald Faison or me, whichever one. Yeah, for both of you. You've mentioned in podcast two that you didn't get to steal Rowdy or take Rowdy, but what did you take from the set? You must have taken something. I got something I can grab for you. Donald, did you take anything? I did, but I don't know where they are anymore. I I did get quite a few scrubs, (laughs) the green ones. And the shoes as well? I do have some sneakers from the show as well, yes. Not the bowling shoes. I don't have the bowling shoes, unfortunately. You see these, you see these antlers? These are from the pilot <laughs> when I was a deer in headlights. So these are actually the scrubs. Oh, Donald's in his closet, so he just reached down to the ground. <laughs> these shoes right here are the actual scrubs wrap party shoes that they gave us. Those are limited edition, and you wore them? I don't. Mine are, mine are mint. Oh, my gosh. These were worn. I, you know... Yeah, you I did really wear, wear your own swag. It's a little lame. Well, it's fuck you, man. First of all, it says Scrubs in the back, and it's the hundredth episode, and I did rock them. I I never like when you're an actor on the show, you can't normally wear like the swag. You look a little douchey wearing like the Scrubs sneakers. Oh man, I still have pants from from Scrubs that I I wore a pair of pants for a real long time. Like uh, most of, so Susan, to answer your question, most of the stuff that I got from Scrubs. Uh, was uh, wardrobe because it was easy. It's easy to steal wardrobe. Quiet is kept when you're acting in a project on the last day when you know you're never going to see anybody again. You can get away with some things if the wardrobe department is cool with it. And it most likely isn't going to be the stuff that you wore in the show, but it's stuff that uh, they'll probably have to return or something like that and they'll take the hit. I stole a lot of, I didn't steal, actually, I took. And it was allowed to take. I liberated quite a few outfits uh, of Chris Turks, and most of them were scrubs. Which are hanging hanging behind him, Susan. Do you have another question? In my head. First of all, you guys are so cute. Holy cow. You guys are so cute. How's your your isolation going over there in Scotland? This is our fourth week. Um, It's tough, but the weather's good at the moment, so that's helpful. Right on. that's, this helps. Yes, yeah. that's happened to us in Los Angeles as well. The sun, it's been raining nonstop and the sun finally came out. So I think we can, it's a little bit easier to smile when the, when the sun's I think out. So, yeah, uh, just be glad when it's all over. Yes. Um, do you guys ever get drunk and relive old sketches like the Sanford and Sons one? Because I just, we, that's my husband's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and my son actually like, do the Sanford. They do the song. And do you do the song? Donald, can you do a little bit for me? Well, there's, 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 the, there's the Sanford and Son theme, and then there's the Turk version, yeah, when, Carla Turk won't, version. when Carla won't leave him alone. Do you remember it? Quiet down now. <laughs> it is time to watch the show. Yes, it started. Don't be licking me no more. Matter of fact, can I get a handy wipe? <laughs> <laughs> And then we come back from break after we sang it. Just a, uh, you do like Sanford and Son. And you even did the Elizabeth. I'm coming. I yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, used to, he used to die in almost every episode. He'd be like, this is the big one. Yeah. <laughs>
it, it's not a program we had over here at all. So we had to Google the obviously the credits to find out what the original song Oh, said. really? Really? I think I know yeah. what you guys are doing tonight. You're going to go on YouTube or wherever and start watching some <laughs> Sanford and Son. A Sanford and Son marathon sounds great right now, actually. Well, okay. Nothing else to do, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it, listen, if you want to laugh, ain't nothing like Red Fox going at it. Oh, my gosh. He's one of the, I mean, Red Fox is, he was... Before Richard Pryor, before Eddie Murphy, it was red. You know what I mean? So there really is a theme to this uh, podcast episode of of 80s uh, 80s sitcoms. Yeah, well, that's a 70s sitcom, I think. I'm really proud of us that we 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 developed a theme for this one. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you for calling in all the way from Scotland, and and keep drinking and stay safe, (laughs) stay healthy. You guys stay safe as well. We want you to get. We want you to get drunk and watch Sanford and Son. (laughs) You'll you'll thank us. Take care. Bye, bye, bye. Oh man, I couldn't get the Irish Scottish thing right. That's that's not you never do. I'm gonna get so much shit for that. I'm so upset about it. You never do to to all my people of Ireland and Scotland. I'm sorry. One day I plan to get it right. You took a picture, huh, Susan? Susan took a picture. Susan tried to sneak out the door by taking a picture. It's all right. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I would have fixed my hair, Susan. Don't worry about it. I did not put any product (laughs) into it. Full click. Somebody. No, it didn't. Cl- we just heard it. We just heard it. But it's all right. Don't, Don't worry, worry about Susan, it. Susan, you can post great. it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is that you I'm have. So you just call Sorry. it. So. Yeah. Just be like, look what show we were on. We <laughs> love the press. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Later. <laughs> I love having couples well, on. They were like adorable. They were so cute. I want to be friends with them. He totally jacked it. She was like, I'm going to be, I, I, I got in, I got it, I got it. And he was like, well, well you're sitting there in Scotland in quarantine. He's not going to be like, oh, I'll go in the other room. He's like, yeah, let me on that fucking Zoom call. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he was like, you know, you know, you know what we're doing at one. You know what we're doing at one. Not at one. What time is it there? It's I don't know. It's like eight hour difference. It's so. eight hours, right, Joelle? Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. It's 10 right. o'clock. Right. You know what we're doing at 10. You know what we're doing at 10. I'm maybe, on a call with Maybe you. it was a surprise. Maybe she didn't tell him. She's like, we're going to Zoom some old friends. He was the cop. That was the calmest reaction. Yeah. Well, they were. she, she said they'd been drinking all day. That's true. Like you. Are you this drinking? Is, what is this that? Is is orange that, juice. That's a fucking mimosa. It's got to be. Or a this screwdriver. Is, this is orange juice. Is there any screw in that driver? There is no screw, but there is taqui. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. I knew. What's that called? Orange juice tequila. Tequila sunrise, right? Tequila sunrise. Okay. Um, I think it's such a fucked up thing at 1643 to say someone to someone, I don't dislike you. I nothing you. Yeah. And like, that's a Krista, really, that's I, an I, actual Krista Miller is saying, it? yes. I have no feelings for you. No, no, you don't understand. You so little affect me that I, I don't even have energy. I don't, I don't, right. I don't even, I don't even have feelings of not liking you. I just, right. nothing. I just don't think about, I nothing you. I don't even think about you. I remember, Krista, so being, I remember Krista telling me, she's like, you, if you ever want, to hurt someone. Oh, she, she, oh, she handed that yeah, off to you. She was like, this is how you do it. I, she was like, I've always thought this was the funniest way to do it. I don't dislike you. I nothing you. I nothing you. <laughs> so I don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't advise you being that mean to anyone in your life. Here at That's cold blood. Well, you know, Doctor's Real Friends podcast. But. Well, it's a television show. It's a great joke. No, I'm just saying something to say to someone. Yeah. Remember yeah. we had a whole riff on like, what's the worst thing that someone could ever say to you? And it was like, would you just please leave? 
somehow we like oh my gosh somehow we like we like zoned in on like what's the like if someone just looks at you and just says would you just please leave that was that was the most hurtful thing you could hear horrible sean hayes has a good one too where you know where you're talking to someone and you don't want to talk to someone who's approaching and they approach and you turn to them and go, you're going to have to give me a second. And you turn back to the person you were talking to. Yeah. He, he had a lot of funny ones where you go, someone interrupts you. Go, I'm sorry. I'm not used to being interrupted. Right. Um, which <laughs> That's I, Sean Hayes? That was Sean Hayes, yeah. I, I thought that, that was you, dude. Oh, you stole that one. Oh, I stole that from Sean Hayes. That's He's a good coming one. Up. He's coming up in an episode. I can't and, wait. Uh, is that that was season one right it definitely was season one because it happened the same oh yeah uh, it was september 11th september 11th yep the song that ends the show is a good life by holy cow oh. stunnery yes can i say something please i've been bumping good life in my car for the past and on my ipad or iphone whatever it is my whatever wherever it is you listen your to your berries, music your black wherever berries. it is you listen to your music i have been bumping good life for about two years now and I thought I found some deep cut on a, a not the best up playlist, but you know, like the, you know how they have the 80s now music and they have like the love song from the 80s or love songs from the coast or whatever it is. You know what I mean? I thought I found a deep cut and it was good life. And then when it came on today, I was like, this is where I know the song from. Yeah, it's a great song. And like, Such a good like, song. like, like you, I think a lot of people found some good tunes on, on Scrubs. And just a reminder for those of you who don't know, um, on streaming platforms, we always have all the same songs that we reference on this podcast because of licensing deals. And these were all contracts that were signed before streaming existed. So it's really only on, if you buy it, iTunes or the DVDs. I'm not telling you to buy it. Uh, we don't care. But I'm just saying that some of the music might be different. So you might be listening to something that's not Francis Dunnery if you're streaming it because uh, some of the songs didn't have contracts that lasted till 2020 well this was on hulu that i heard this so so that's the episode that was a that was what else we gotta say i'm trying to think i'm trying to think if i had anything else how many times have they used the inside the mouth shot to somebody saying say now say ah no was that that was definitely one of the mark buckland trick shots there's also a close-up shot of jordan with the mirror there's also the sideways shot of sarah from the from the psychologist a lot of Kooky, fun, Mark. I thought Butler that was shot. really cool. I think like the only time that I'd ever seen that was like Little Shop of Horrors when Steve Martin is looking in the person's mouth. He's like, "Say ah!" Like ah! So to wrap up this episode. You you wanted to go back to the very first shot. The very first shot of the episode. Start at the very beginning. You love that reference. I love you. I love you too, man. I miss you, man. I really do. You know, I I I dream. And hope that this will all be over soon, you know, and we can sit in a studio. Wouldn't it be great to do to this um, sitting across from each other? Yeah. And we could offer each other snacks. Yeah. Maybe drink a Coca-Cola together. You could offer me a tequila sunrise. Or a Coca-Cola. Although I'm not day drinking yet today. Although I probably will in a bit because the sun's out. It might be time for an ice cold beverage. Yeah. You know, they say that. During this uh, pandemic quarantine, a lot of people are playing video games, drinking, smoking a lot of weed, and eating. I love that marijuana in the, uh, at least Los Angeles is has been considered uh, an essential service. Of course, I respect that some people do use it for medicine, and it is uh, 
required to help them. But for Donald and I, who, who don't always um, use it for medical purposes, we occasionally uh, find ourselves using it for recreational services. I, uh, I do appreciate that, that the weed stores are all open. You know, it definitely calms the spirit. Yeah. You know what? When you need to take a little bit of anxiety edge off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not endorsing it, but if anybody out there has a weed company and wants to <laughs> sponsor our show, we'd be more than happy to first try your product. Right. <laughs> this is <laughs> drug deals gone down on Zoom. I don't know if there's any. Uh, I don't know if there's any weed uh, distributors advertising on uh, on podcasts, but we'll soon find out, won't we? Donald's if you address are, is three two seven. Dude, enough, enough. Okay, sorry. It's three two eight. <laughs> hey, fans, we love you. If you're a health worker on the front lines, thank you so much for everything you're doing and for your courage, whether you're a nurse or a doctor or a janitor or a medic or a cop or a fireman, we are grateful to you for being so brave during this time. Yes, we are absolutely very grateful to all of the people that work in the grocery stores and put themselves in the virus's way by putting out food and helping people at the grocery stores. Or uh, We thank you as well. You, you guys are all heroes to us and thank you thank you so 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 much for your service yes thank you so much and to the brave souls manning all the pot shops in los angeles thank you donald count us in five six seven eight stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate i said here's a story Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on Amazon today. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.